And so it's just a whole thing. And as moms and as women, we like to control. And so just seeing what can happen if you let go of that control is really beautiful sometimes. Welcome to Working Women Mentor, a podcast for women in business with a mentor mindset. If you're working on a business or in one, you'll meet women here who you want to learn from and that will inspire mentor moments in your life. Let's dive in and share stories, experiences, and mentor moments with these fabulous women. Here's your host, Rainey Alpers. Hi, everyone. This week's episode, we're going to meet Megan Trottier. Now, listen, this week's episode is completely different than our previous ones because I met Megan for the first time in person the day that we recorded this podcast. Um, I can't tell you how much fun we had together. And the story behind it is simply that in being introduced to her through her art and her brand that she's developing, we had a very brief conversation, connected instantly. She came over to my home to deliver a beautiful piece of art. And we sat down on my bedroom floor with a glass of wine and chatted about why she decided to quit her job of 10 years, why she decided to do what she's doing now. And I think her story is so relevant with the times that we're going through right now. Uh, we are you know, in the resignation time period of the post COVID world. And you know, Megan decided to do it. She has guts, she is fantastic. She is a Texas Tech graduate, 10 years in medical sales, and really just decided to pursue her career as an artist and a lifestyle brand creator. Not overnight, but almost overnight. She's gonna tell us today how, why she did it, how she does it, what her fears are. And I think a lot of you will have something in common with Megan. So, you know, pour a glass of wine or a glass of iced tea and join us on Literally My Bedroom Floor. So I'm sitting here with Megan Trottier. Hey, Megan. Hi. Well, we can't be too formal because we're sitting on my bedroom floor. <laughs> Next to the bed. There are acoustics though. They're working really well. We're having a glass of wine. We're just chatting about all things wonderful today. Yes, we are. <laughs> so I'm so excited because Megan and I literally just, just met. Um, I mean, who else do you invite in your bedroom? <laughs> I was laughing saying when, maybe my, I should give my husband the address. What if I disappear? <laughs> well, and the reason we met was because I came across your artwork on Instagram you and did. fell in love with it and reached out to you and you have produced an amazing piece. And so thank you for that. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's, it's just flows so perfectly in your space. And what's even more odd is that we live super close to one another and it's just the small world things that you can pull together. I know. Well, when we started talking on the phone that day, I think we had talked for maybe two minutes about like one particular of one of your pieces that, you know, is thinking could be the direction we go in and color and so forth. But then what really amazed me was that you said, I just quit my job. I, oh, and that was, I was had it was my last day yes. coming up on my last day where I was completely done with a job in medical sales that I had done for eight years. Um, and then literally just decided to quit after pursuing this starting in January. Well, and so that is what I think that's the story that everyone needs to hear about you is because lots of courage. Total and still in shock about it. <laughs> I could hear the shock in your voice that day when you told me because I remember saying, So, are you full time something else and part time artist? 
And you're like, well, officially today, I am full-time artist. Full-time artist. Still don't know what I'm doing, but figuring it out day by day, it's still kind of shocking. Well, tell us a little bit about your story because you've really found this passion during the pandemic, right? Totally. So I started painting, really, I'd never painted before. Um, I'd always done home projects. Like I would reupholster a chair or redo this. Um, And during the pandemic, I decided I wanted to get new art in our house and I didn't want to go pay for it. So I climbed up in our attic and I had some canvases that were covered in fabric from like my 20s that I used to decorate the house. Um, I took the fabric off with like a knife with the staples um, and got some craft paint from the like some cheap paint from the craft store um, and started painting. And I like looked through photos on Instagram and I thought I can do something similar. Um, So did that and then went and got them professionally um, framed. And then friends were like, Hey, can you do a commission piece for me? Can you do this? And it was something that I, like, I'd never, like I said, never had painted before, but I was like, well, let's try it out. And they were happy. Um, And I vividly remember January 28th of this year of 21, I was sitting, getting my haircut. And I told my hairdresser, I said, by the time I turned 30, which is in three, it was three and a half years or two and a half years, Um, I want to have a job that I pursue a passion in, not just to work. Um, and literally three months later, I've quit my job and pursuing this full time because it's taken off. Well, what was the moment that you knew though? Like, so you knew originally that you had this, I want to be here one day, but when did you, I mean, was, did you just instinctively turn in your resignation? Did you one day say, Today's the day, or was it, hey, honey, what do you think about this? Um, I think it was a combo of a couple of things. So um, one, I was getting so busy. So I started posting on Instagram and people started buying, which I remember calling my husband or being like, oh my God, they just bought a painting. Someone else bought another one. Like the excitement, like every time I would text them or call them and be like, they just, somebody else bought something else. Um, my first purchase was an old sorority sister from college bought a painting and we ended up driving it to Austin to her because it was too big to ship. Um, my husband and I went for the day and we drove it down and then she bought another one when we were there. And so it was just this excitement and this like thrill. And so people kept buying and kept inquiring and it was so exciting and shocking because I thought, wait, they're buying my art, which this is the fact that I'm even saying my art is wild. Um, And so it got to the point where I would sit in my garage and do my medical job by like listening to conference calls while painting. And it was just too much to manage between that and kids and then working real job and art. And finally, I went to my husband and I said, I can't do it anymore. It's just too much. Um, And he's a big entrepreneur. And he was like, well, then just quit. Let's just quit and do it. He was like, I've never seen anything take off like this clearly you have something that people want. So quit. And I was like, okay. And so the next day I called my manager and told him, and it was just the craziest step ever. Um, And now I, here I am. Here you are on the bedroom floor. On the bedroom floor, (laughs) drinking wine, doing a podcast of which I've never done either. (laughs) How fun. Well, I think what's interesting about that too, is that you painted your, was your first series, The Hearts? So no, funny story about The Hearts is, is The Hearts were just total coincidental so me and my five-year-old were doing a painting one day because they would like to help. And some sometimes I would let them. Before I converted our garage into my studio, I would paint at the kitchen table with like a cover on it. And we were painting and we did this kind of cool painting, but it got some cracks in it, either the way the paint dried or it was not good paint. 
So I was trying to think, how can I cover up the cracks? And so I just started doing hearts because I was like, well, I can paint a heart. And then I posted it on Instagram and everyone said, oh my gosh, I love the hearts. And I thought, well, this is crazy. So I just kept doing more and more hearts and they kept gaining traction. And so that's where the hearts came from. But they're simple. They're They're super simple, but like fun and happy and bright. And at first it started out as like more of a background with hearts. And now it's solid colors, like just hearts on a white background. So it's just really evolved. Um, But I think some of the coolest paintings are stuff that I thought was messed up and I've gone to fix. And then it's become this really cool evolution, which can be turned into life too, um, which I think is... There's a couple of favorite things about my paintings that what the process of, but that's one of them is where you think it's messed up. And then it turns out to be like the most popular piece that I have. Well, even the piece today that you, you brought over is that you said, I thought it would be a little too globy, right? Totally. I have a lot of blue in there. Uh-huh. My favorite color. I want lots of it in there. Uh-huh. But then you said, surprisingly, it's not. It's I mean, not. It's almost like your process reversed that initial thought. Totally. I think that's the coolest part about the painting of your style is the river is that you have to let go of the control, right? So when you pour, it's done in so many layers, but the best part of it is when I leave the garage and it looks one way, I can come out the next morning and it'll look completely different the way that the paints have mixed together. And so it's just a whole thing. And as moms and as women, we like to control And so just seeing what can happen if you let go of that control is really beautiful sometimes. I'm curious what advice you would give someone out there listening to this that had started something that they were great at and really passionate about, maybe even during the pandemic, or maybe it's been a while. Um, What advice would you give them to continue their dreams? Yeah. So I think the scariest thing for me through this whole process was posting a picture of myself with the art. Like the first post on January 28th, 2021 that I did, I closed my eyes and hit post. First, like social media has never been, I post pictures of my kids and things like that, but putting myself out there was one of the most petrifying things I've ever done. Um, And I've always been in sales, which is funny, but you're selling someone else's product. You're not selling yourself. It's a big difference, isn't it? It's a huge difference. And it's a really scary difference because if people don't buy, there's not a reason why they didn't buy except you. Like it's not... Directly related. You see the line. Totally. And so it's so frightening. Um, But I think you just have to keep on. And I've been told no multiple times or told, you know, we're not interested But in sales, always, I was like, you have to get a ton of no's to get a yes. Um, And so I think you just have to keep on sometimes, um, even though it's really scary or you keep getting told no. But if it's something that you really see the potential in or have a passion, that eventually will come out. Um, I think so many women right now are making the choice to make a change. Totally. I could agree more. Whether or not they did it by purpose or Or by, yes, or need or circumstance or whatever it is, I think there's a lot of change in the air. I feel like so many women that I know are starting to do things. And the workforce has changed so much where you don't have to go get this nine to five job. You You can do something out of your house that you love. Like, You can, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you have this passion to do something, you can do it when the kids go to sleep or when they're napping. And the greatest thing about it all is social media. You can sell it. Like you can sell yourself on that. You don't have to go door to door and, you know, be out there. It's just a really different mindset of the way things work. 
Well, from your first post of being like so vulnerable and scared to death of putting that picture up, how, how do you feel now when you still put hate it? Up there? I still absolutely like it's one thing to put a painting up, right? Like I'm like, oh, a painting, I can do that. Like no big deal. There's no connection to me. Um, but putting a picture of myself up is still like it still makes me gasp. I don't like it. Um, I still kind of close my eyes when I hit post. But people want to see who's selling the product too. They want to know who's behind the paintings. And so I know it's important to be vulnerable like that, but being vulnerable is something that never I've never easy. been good at. <laughs> well, not, many, not many people are. You're not the only one. I, I love your progress pics that you send along uh-huh. the way. And it's like you're in your jammies oh, early in the morning. All the time. You're, you're texting at like 7 a.m. I'm like, I love this. Isn't that when moms do things? Is yes. it 7 a.m.? Yes. Like, Before they wake up, after yeah. everyone goes everyone to bed. Everyone goes to bed. Like, I'll have my pajamas on. So many of my pajamas have paint on them. Like, <laughs> it's just I run out there and I have house shoes that have paint on them. It's just fitting it in, but it gives me like a sense of peace too, to kind of start the day or like if things are crazy to run out there. And if the kids are like crazy during the witching hour, I I may run out there for a couple of minutes. It's just a nice reprieve. Mm -hmm. And you have three boys. Three boys. Husband. Husband. So four boys. Four boys boys that, and they are all the sweetest, but boys love their mom. And if it were up to them, they would be wrapped around my leg all the time. Um, but it's been neat to see them. I told somebody this, the coolest thing ever was we were at a friend's house who had bought a piece of art from me and my five-year-old, he was maybe even four at the time goes, Hey mom, look, that's a piece of your art. And I thought how crazy that this little boy recognized. like recognized it. Like who, like adults, what my husband maybe wouldn't have even recognized it. <laughs> Yet my sweet little five-year-old who's so observant, like he sees everything and you're super unaware of it sometimes. That must have been gratifying for you. It was neat. And for him to like, I don't, it's just a neat experience to see him so proud. Um, Where like, you just think, oh, I'm doing art, like, you know, go about my day. But like, they see things in a different way. And he's like, I told my teachers you do art. Like, it's just a neat, it's a neat thing. Oh, he's bragging about he you. He is. That's- I know. And we give his teachers art for all the teacher appreciation gifts and stuff. So I hope they like They'll it. They should be collectibles. <laughs> they should hold on to those. Yeah. Well, on that note, where do you see things for you and your business in the next five or 10 years, Megan? Yeah. So as you and I were talking, I move at a fast pace. Um, <laughs> as you can tell from the speed of our, 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 our just fast paced people. Um, I really want to turn it into a brand. So I'm currently working on like trays and pillows and coasters. And I want it to be more of like an entire lifestyle brand of things that you can do your whole home with. Um, and then of course, always do the art because the pieces will always come from the art. Um, but then to have the art plus all the other things. So like accessories, totally like maybe a cute makeup bag with my like print on it with like a really cute, like handle on it, or maybe, um, some really fabulous, like outdoor cushions. Um, there's, I think the, world's kind of the oyster and what all I can do. It's just figuring out where to get it made. Um, but I, it's really exciting to turn it into something more than just paintings. Right. Because there's so much more to starting a business than just oh. the actual part you're good at, right? Oh. There's yeah. so much that we're not good at. We well, <laughs> Totally. Yes. <laughs> Strengths and weaknesses are always good to be aware. What are you struggling with right now? I mean, what's your weakness? Oh. Like, what would you say? Like, at the end of the day, you're just like, Ugh, I hope I never have to do that again. So, absolutely. And I've tried to push this on some of, like, some of my husband where he's more enjoys this kind of stuff, but 
the accounting part makes me just roll my eyes. Um, just any kind of sense of order. Like I'm more of the creative, like do the process, but actually having a process or the goals or the structure is really hard for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm more of like, let's just get in there and get it done. Mm -hmm. Not, um, let's build it out and make a plan. Mm -hmm. Like, whoa, that planning just really, um, I'm like, why? We'll just figure it out as we go. But I think to build a business, you have to have a plan. So you're scaling, you're thinking, if you, when you start thinking about scaling it and how we're going to, totally. And then what what we're like, what are our steps? What is priority? Keeping track of everything, like all of that is, I'm more like, I just want to go paint. Somebody else do that, please. Cause it's just, which I have to do it, but it's just figuring it all out. Well, and as we were talking earlier, we're very much the figuring it all out kind of women. Mm-hmm. And I know there's lots out there. Um, and the nice thing is that your kids get to see you that way. They get to see mom in action and figuring it out and learning some new skills and something completely different from what you were doing before. Totally. Just like we, you shared a story of your son pushing the box, like right. helping you move into your new office building. I think it's so neat and important for them to be able to see mom doing that besides just being mom um, and see mom grow and work hard and struggle sometimes and work late. Like it's just all these things, but still get to be mom. But it's a really neat thing for them to see as well. Well, I think we all have such a dynamic way about ourselves, whether we recognize it or not. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there are so many more facets than we even have uncovered yet. Totally. Look at where you are right now. You've uncovered this creativity that you knew was somewhere in there, but you weren't sure how to express it. And look at you now. Totally. I I mean, so I, I think it's so impressive. I can't tell you how excited I was for you when we hung up that day, Mm -hmm. not even for the piece or anything else about like, you know, what were you, the art that you were doing for, you know, this particular thing, but it was more about like your voice. You were over the moon excited about your work and it just, it's, it's uh, contagious. I think it's been such an exciting thing where in the past, I was told, I always thought work was work, right? You made money, you had a job, you did like, you just checked the boxes. I never understood that you could truly like enjoy and love. And so my jobs in the past, I would be done at five, close the computer, go about my ways, never think about it. Like on the weekends, nothing ever popped into my head. Mm. Like not, it was just, it was strictly like, this is what you do from eight to five and then you're done and then your mom and then you're this. Um, but with this, I think about it all the time. So like I lay in bed thinking of posts or thinking of different ways to approach something. Um, I think the business side of it, of the growing it, since I've been in sales my whole life, is just as much fun as doing the art. It's the ideas. Now executing them is a bit harder for me. Um, but that's what's so exciting too is doing that. And that's what gets me so much excitement. I think that's when you know, I mean, that is when you know you love what you do, whether it's your own business or what profession you're in or whatever it is. It's like, that's how you know you love it when you wake up thinking about it or the thoughts blend together. Uh Right. I mean, I I randomly woke up at three 45 this morning thinking about something for my work day. Um, I don't do that every day. Thank goodness. Uh, But it was something I've been just mulling over in my mind and it didn't bother me. And I actually just got up and started working on it because it was like, I was so in the moment and sort of excited about it. And Mm -hmm. I had it figured out in my mind. I guess I slept on it. 
And and then you woke up and there was clarity on it and you just did it. You just did it. Uh And I like that it doesn't stop. I don't, you cannot turn your brain off Uh -uh. from something that you really love. But, and then with that, it's not like you're forcing yourself to get up. You're excited to get up, but as opposed to where you're like, oh, I've got to go catch a flight for, you know, it's, it's just a totally different mentality which I never knew really existed. I've heard it existed, but I was like, oh, well, maybe they just don't, I don't know. It was just a different, I didn't think that I had it in me. And it's been so interesting because I've actually never worked so hard with this now because I'm so into it. And it's just so exciting to see things happen and progress. And it seems not only creative, but just from our brief, like with your drill and your measurements, <laughs> it's all like of it. You're, you're you're handy. I mean, you're in it. Like, oh, I'm totally in it. It's like, like, yeah, you're doing I'm, it. It's not just a creative, abstract thing. I mean, you are messy and oh, have paint on you, and you totally. are. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, I have paint in my hair where I've been trying to get it out. Like it's stuck in there. Like it's just. It's a whole, it's all of it, right? It's from the beginning to the end. I'm fully invested in all stages, which is funny because I've seen all these parts of my life where I've been all these different things and they all have like accumulated together and become this mm-hmm. where now it makes sense maybe why I was doing that when I was 25 or why I was doing this when I was 18. It gave me all these skills that now so perfectly fit together. Um, it's like you're shining a light on these little pockets of your life. Totally. And now they've, it's opened up, the light's bright and you can see where, what, where and what you're good at. Exactly. Yeah. And it's funny cause I always thought I would do fashion or something with clothes, never with art. And it's just, it's so interesting. But how well they coincide. Too. Exactly. And the colors coincide. like there's a very similar stuff with both of them, um, and colors and the way colors go together and. You know, I think most people have the impression that it takes like some formal education training. It takes an online course. It takes, you know, some long history in doing something before they can even take that leap and be good at it. Mm -hmm. And I think your story is one of not to say that you can't do those things and improve or, you know, pivot or segue a little bit of your style, but, but yours is this natural ability um, that you found a passion in and, totally. and it, it's very simple, right? Oh, it's, I mean, it's very simple and nothing I'm doing is abnormally, abnormally hard, right? Like if you asked me to go draw a portrait of you, there's no way, like I couldn't do that. That's not my strength. My strength is figuring out the way colors go together and making them look good together, but it's nothing, it's not anything hard that let's say anyone couldn't do. I think it's one, just even having the confidence in yourself to promote yourself and then just knowing how to those go together and and doing it. It's not a crazy hard thing to do necessarily. Who did you sell your first piece to? Um oh no. So my first like official Instagram post, which was uh, this really pretty heart painting, was a girl from college that we were sorority sisters and we kept in touch via Instagram, but like I hadn't talked to her in years. And she had a school in Austin, like a um at lower education school. And so it was going in the school and it was so cute. And it was all these bright hearts. Um, and she was so ecstatic about it because she had started the school and was super passionate, um, about people finding their passion because mm-hmm. education was her passion and doing the school was her passion. And so when I left, I was so invigorated, which is something else that's been so cool about this is I've met so many women. And every time I leave, 
it's like I have goosebumps because I'm so invigorated. And I think that's part of the other joy that I'm finding in this is just the power of women and how strong and amazing they are. Like, it's just so cool to see. I would absolutely agree with that. I, I think, and it's sometimes we're surprised. I don't know why we're surprised, right? You, totally. you No, but it's, it is surprising. It's just, it's just, your, yeah, it's just different. Right. And especially, I don't know, it's just a totally different mindset. And you see all these amazing women that have built, I mean, it's all these different things they've built and like seeing it, it's just so inspiring. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I know that so many artist friends have been really busy during this past couple of years because everyone's paying so much attention to their home. Totally. It's crazy. It is. And you are, I mean, you've done your own renovations. Yeah, I've done my renovations. I've done mine. Everyone's Everyone's, everyone. It's, I went to a home store the other day and they're like, we can't keep stuff in stock. It's just crazy because everyone's living in their house so much and they're just realizing what all things they want to make prettier or change or add color to or whatever it may be. So, well, what advice would you give someone who maybe can't afford to buy something right now or isn't certain about what style they want in their house or like how they want to change things? Like, is can you give us some like decorating style on this? Because, you know, some people will do it by a color scheme or totally. a feel or like I wanted the whole like landscape abstract mm-hmm. thing going on. I mean, what, what do you tell women out there looking at the same walls every day? So I think the one thing that I have since I was, you know, had a dorm room in college and then progressively to like my 20s and my early 30s is you can make anything pretty without spending a ton of money. Um, I think spray paint can be your best friend. It's so easy to spray paint something um, and add color to it. You can also, I mean, Pinterest is great to get ideas I think like the peel and stick wallpaper, like let's say you had a built-in, like go do peel and stick in the back of your built-ins to add some pop. That doesn't cost a lot of money. Um, Even like the canvas that I had that I originally used to do my first painting on, go get some really cool fabric and cover a canvas in it and just use a stapler to staple it on the back. Like there's all kinds of cool things you can do to make it look fancy um, and not have to go spend that money or go get some craft store paint and a canvas at Michael's and you can throw some on there. And that's the cool thing about abstract art too, is it's abstract. So you can really do whatever you want um, and make, and it's, it fits cool to you. That's all that really matters. Um, so I think it's just finding the little ways to redo stuff or revamp it without spending a ton of money if you don't want to, and then live with it for a little bit. And then you can change it or go buy a little bit fancier of a version of it. Um, even like Ikea, you can get really cool handles to put on their stuff and, and make it look fancy. Like there's all kinds of budget friendly things to make things look really cool. Yeah. You have a lot of ideas. Yeah. Oh, come bring- <laughs> I, I just pulled up my Pinterest board listening to you. No, I feel like there's- Are so- you on Pinterest, Megan? No, I mean, I am. No, I am. I mean, I am on Pinterest, okay. but I don't do like, I don't, I don't have a- birthday parties, I do Pinterest. Like, I mean, I feel like I haven't like gotten on Pinterest very frequently lately. So if you're listening to this and you know how to market on Pinterest, <laughs> then please give me please a shout out on Instagram because <laughs> maybe I should be on Pinterest. Like somebody mentioned that and I don't, I didn't even think of that as I feel like I'm so caught up in the Instagram stuff that maybe I need to look into Pinterest too. Well, we could do a whole other segment on marketing. And yes, please. This is all, it's, it's hard to balance the time of painting and marketing and doing all these things like as a whole, because they all have to be touched to grow the business. And so it's um, figuring out how to like have your time and not feel like you're running around, which is something I'm still working on. 
how can everyone listening best support you? Um, so I think it's really encouraging to, to go to my Instagram. And if you see pictures you like, say, that's great. Or I love, I mean, just those verbal affirmations sometimes can be really big. Like it really, like, it makes you feel like you're not just throwing stuff out into outer space. Um, and then I think just tell people about me, right? Like it's, it may not be everybody's style, but somebody may love it for a certain piece in their home. And so I think supporting women and supporting people that are starting out and finding their way is just a really cool thing to do. And the more I grow this, the more I've realized I'm going to go, you know, buy local or do this to support that. Cause I know everyone's there when you buy that it's from someone that's working their tail off. That's right. That's a great point. And also a great reminder. I mean, supporting the people around you, um, growing that network of people totally. right, and making sure that they understand how valuable. So those words, there's so many silent followers, uh, which I am like I was, I am. And so I've gotten to be way more verbal with other people's stuff where like when you're scroll through, you're like, Oh, that's so cute. Or, Oh, I love that. But I, I would never comment. And you're such a verbal person. Totally. So it strikes me as crazy unusual that you weren't commenting before. I don't know if it's putting yourself out there or something that's more. It's more, it's being more, more vulnerable. Right. Yeah. That's um, a good point. Okay. Women. Let's yeah. See. Let's be more, more vulnerable. My husband will tell you that's not my thing. I'm trying. <laughs> leave comments. I'll leave comments. But, and it's really supporting other women, right? Like I met a great artist in Dallas when I first started and we went to coffee and I just picked her brain about where she was getting her canvases, where she's getting art, you know, all her first stuff. She was super supportive. We still comment on each other's art. Like, I love this. This is beautiful. And we have two totally separate styles, but it's encouraging women and building them up not being like, well, she's an artist. I'm going to put her down, right? Like she's an artist. We have two different styles. She's awesome. I would totally recommend her to eat. It's just, it's doing that. I think you found your mentor moment. <laughs> <laughs> that one coffee. I mean, reaching out, right? totally reaching out. And we say this so often on this particular podcast about reaching out to women and you know, why not? Why not? I think time after time, you keep hearing that it works. It does. If people are supportive, I mean, it's, it's surprising, but it shouldn't be. I mean, I love that story that you reached out. Yeah. And she's, she's great. And so it's just been neat to follow her journey and vice versa. And we've become friends through it, but I want to be that way. I mean, the more women that you meet and encourage the better. So where can we find you? Yeah. So, um, Instagram I'm on all the time. So my handle is Megan Jane home. Um, it's just M E G A N and then Jane home. Um, and then I have a website too. So it's just MeganJaneHome.com. So it's pretty simple. So you don't, when you feel totally out of control, you're trying to gain control elsewhere, right? So I've reorganized my house through all of this just to give me some sense of order. Cause I'm like, oh, I feel so out of control. This is such a crazy leap. And Kevin's like, are you going to the container store again? I'm like, yes, I just have to have order in this closet. Hey, they're having a 25% off sale right now. I know. Hey, I right? Don't, don't worry. I have supported them. <laughs> but it's just finding that order because I just feel so out of control of like taking such a leap. Right. Yeah. Cheers to your leap. Cheers. Cheers. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Megan. I think that we're going to find you on Instagram. Yes. We're going to support your business. And thanks for sharing your yes. mentor moments today. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. My first podcast. <laughs> on a bedroom floor. I just can't help Drinking wine, though. How great. Like drinking wine on a bedroom floor. Well, what did you think? I hope you had as much fun as we did listening to this conversation and her perspective on making these life changes. I love the takeaway of, 
you know, finding that passion and deciding you can actually make money from it and build it from there. Secondly is her biggest fear, posting on social media. How many of us have that fear, uh, but realize we have to, that vulnerability is ever present. And the third thing that I love about what she says is the support of women, the support of her family. I mean, even her children are recognizing her work and she's working around their schedules and having that flexibility that is all too important to us right now. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. It is unique. I hope to have more of these spontaneous conversations. Uh, But if you have any comments, please connect with Megan. Drop a line over at Rainy Alfers on Instagram or our website. It's rainyalfers.com forward slash 12. Yes, we are on episode 12 already. Uh, We have one more for this season before we take a small break and we'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening to Working Women Mentor. Help us spread the word to more women like you by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribing. You see, your review helps Apple know that women like you want to listen. It only takes a moment to make an impact. Find us online at rainyalfers.com slash podcast. Check back weekly for new episodes. Cheers, and see you next time.